Have you ever heard of Candyman? It's episode 8 of Watching Horror. I'm Jared, and across the table from me is my wife, Christina. Hi. Hello. Hi. How are we tonight? Doing all right. Yeah. Kicked my headache's ass. Yeah. yeah. Good job. I had a headache from most of the day and from last night. Don't you love that? Day-long headache. There's nothing better than a day-long headache. And it Going, sucks. Yeah. And it sucks, too, like when you're... A good night's sleep will kill a headache. Yeah. Or even a nap. That didn't happen this time. I went to sleep with a headache. I woke up in the middle of the night with a headache, and then I woke up with a headache. That's the and I worst. Just had a headache. Going to bed with a headache and then waking up with the same headache. Oh my god, that sucks. That really it, sucks. It wasn't fun. Yeah. But the boys were nice to me today, so that's good. That made it worked out then. Yeah. I spent the majority of the day playing Skyrim. Christina's back on a Skyrim kick. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> we got Skyrim. When it came out, what, eight, nine years ago, whatever the hell it was, mm-hmm. for the PS3, both of us played it like crazy. Neither of us beat it on and off for years. Then they came out with the PS4 version, which we bought, played it on and off, <laughs> also never beat it again. I'll do everything except the main quest. Yeah. I'm actually doing the main quest right now. Yeah. Yeah. So Christina's back on the Skyrim horse again. Yes. So I've managed I'm, uh, to I'm muscle I'm determined away. to actually fight Alduin this time. Alduin's the main big bad. He's the the dragon. The there. dragon, yeah. The dragon that's awakening all the other dragons, causing the end of the world. You know what bothered me? They had a movie that came out a couple of years ago called Oblivion, and Tom Cruise was in it, and it wasn't an Elder Scrolls game uh, movie. <laughs> yeah. Oblivion can mean a lot of things, though. (laughs) I wanted (laughs) it to be something, and it wasn't, and it made me annoyed. That would be an interesting movie, though, right? Going through the Oblivion Gates, seeing the Daedric Tower. What were they called? What were they, Daedric Tower? What what was the name of the towers? I forgot the name of the towers. Daedric Towers, yeah. Were they the Daedric Towers? I mean, I I know that the... I know Adra and Daedra are... Adra is like uh, the regular world, and Daedra is like the... Daedra's like the hell. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the, the Daedric, you know, Daedric guess, Towers. That sounds like a housing going. development. The Daedric <laughs> Towers. You know what's interesting about that? What? We're going to be talking a lot about housing developments today, aren't we? We're going to talk a little bit about housing developments today. <laughs> In real estate talk with Jared and Christina. No, I'm just kidding. I don't want really to think about real estate. We are going to talk about real estate, not Oblivion. No. No. Or Skyrim. Or Skyrim. We did already. But no more about Skyrim. Oh, okay. So we're done with Skyrim. <laughs> So let's pull the curtain back for a second. Okay. So this is our second attempt at recording this episode. We tried to record it the first time a couple of days ago during the day. On Sunday. Big fucking mistake. (laughs) We thought we'd have more energy, you know, during the day. And we did. We had more energy. We did. Yes. And in exchange for that, we had issues like this. Where... There's <laughs> Are you pro Bill or pro Ted? There it is again. And it's absurd that it got that loud. <laughs> we live on a dead end street. Yeah. Granted we have neighbors downstairs mm-hmm. and the left and to right of us. Correct. Yeah. But fuck. 
But when you've got these, you know, ultra sensitive microphones on, you don't realize like all the little noises that happen during the day. They're just like your regular everyday noises. So you think to yourself, like, whatever. Yeah, let's try it during the day. So uh, my mom took care of our kids for an afternoon and we were like, all right, let's try it. (laughs) Boy. Never again. That's a bad idea. No, never (laughs) again. Too many noises. No. Although we are planning a major equipment upgrade in the very near future. Hopefully these kinds of issues will be subside, subsided very soon. That'd be cool. Yeah, that's that's my plan. I don't know if you're on board with that, but I am I am planning a major equipment upgrade <laughs> in the very near future. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. All right. Yes. <laughs> Executive decision. We're also so, buying a countertop dishwasher because that's really important. Yes, that's fine. As long as we do a major equipment upgrade, we can get a countertop dishwasher. <laughs> okay. It's now it's recorded now. But sure, we're gonna leave it in the episode, so <laughs> you can't go back on it now. All right. All right. So this week we watched Candyman, the nineteen ninety two classic. Mm-hmm. This again is a movie we've seen before. Yes. But it's not a movie that I'm super familiar with. It's not one of my, like, it was never a heavy rotation movie for me. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same thing with for you, right? It wasn't oh, a movie yeah, you no. watch a lot. Not a lot. Yeah. I'd seen it, but. And that's the beginning and end of it. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I mean, the I, the character of Candyman was always, don't crucify me for it, but it's like a secondary, at least in my eyes, sort of a secondary horror movie character. Mm. You know, I don't think it it's up there with the. With your classic Jason and like Mike, Myers. Mike Myers and Freddie. Mm-hmm. God damn it. I keep hitting this thing. I was the first <laughs> one to do it this time. <laughs> Equipment upgrades won't happen again. Um, it doesn't. It'll happen again. It will. <laughs> but hopefully not again. Yeah. Uh, it, it's not up. It's Candyman's not up there for me. Yeah. You know, and I often forget about that movie. Yeah. For better or for worse, I guess. It seems to be popular. Um, yeah particularly on instagram i see a lot of people post it on instagram yeah that's um that is a big one there well i guess you know visually it's kind of interesting he's got that really cool coat and the bees and all that stuff that's kind of cool yeah you know let's get into it let's do it let's do it so before we do um you can follow along our a visual companion on instagram at watching horror podcast on instagram christina curates all of our visual fun stuff and social media. Like a museum. Yes, exactly like a museum. Just don't touch (laughs) anything. A museum of nonsense. Can't touch it. Um, Also, Christina (laughs) has sparked up the Twitter also. I'm on the Twitters. The Twitters. We're on the Twitters. We tweets. (laughs) Well, Christina does. Um, Yeah, I thought I'd I'd start it up um, just because there's stuff you can post on Twitter that you can't post on Instagram. Yeah. I haven't been um, particularly... Uh, good about posting there yet what's the what's the name on the twitter watching horror watching horror okay mm-hmm. so it's watching horror on twitter watching horror podcast on instagram yeah so follow along on those things for even more fun or yes. not and the tweets and the tweets and the fun the twitters for and sure the instagram instagrams yeah. instagrams yes the instagrams so do all those things follow us there there also if you listen via uh itunes or whatever the hell they call it ipod whatever the fuck they call it now they changed it what it's 
uh, Apple, it's not, every, not everything is on iTunes now. It's on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah. I don't know. They changed iTunes to music. I'm very confused with the whole thing. But <laughs> if... The George extended. It's all very confusing. It's very confusing. <laughs> I'm an old man. I'm confused. <laughs> so um, if you guys can rate and review our podcast there, if you're so inclined or feeling super nice, uh, do it there. Apparently it helps. Even if you hate us. Yeah, you can do that too. Just get more eyes and ears on care. the show, which would be cool. Mm-hmm. We're uh, we're picking up a little bit of steam here, so we'd like to keep that going. Yeah. So that'd be super cool. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. So with that note, let's uh, let's dive in to Candyman. Yay. So Candyman, what's it about? So there are spoilers. We do spoilers here. Lots of spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it and come back or don't watch it. I don't care. So... <laughs> Don't bother. Just just stay here. Yeah, you can stay here. That's fine. The movie was made in 1992. Yeah. yeah. It's all right. Yeah, but still, you know, it's still a spoiler. Look, it's a thing, all right? Christina doesn't think, like, things are spoilers, and I think things are spoilers. So you can go to the back catalog and go through that argument every week that we have it. <laughs> so we won't do it this week, though. It's not an argument. It's just a difference of opinion. It's an argument. <laughs> My head it is. So Candyman. It's a battle. Yeah. It's a war. Every episode's a battle. Hey. <laughs> this is the battle. The spoiler is the battle. <laughs> Candyman is a murderous urban legend with an affinity for bees and a hook for a hand. And he's accidentally summoned to reality by a skeptical grad student and murder fun ensues. That is fucking Candyman in a nutshell. In Yes. Right? Yes. In a very small nutshell, yes. In a small bi. Pistachio nut. I like shell. pistachios. So, off the bat, do you find this movie scary? No. 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 Off-putting. Yes. Why? Uh, I don't know. There's like a. F- it's just there's a weird feeling that that movie kind of gives you. I don't. It's. I mean, for me, I don't know about you. I don't know. It just gives me like a weird feeling in my stomach, but it's not. I don't. It's it's not like scary. Well, what's the feeling? Is it is it because of the bees? The bees don't help. Um, Christina's deathly afraid of bees. <laughs> Most flying insects. I'm that asshole that's like running from the insects at the picnic. Yes, yelling. And everyone's like pointing and laughing. It's just like I'm like doing like the arms waving, run away in the woods. Yeah, it's the girl flailing arms run. You know, you know what it is. Christina does that any flying insect <laughs> runs flailing arms yelling, ah, it's a bee. It's, it seems to me it's not a bee. <laughs> I've gotten better. Yes. I've gotten better. Yeah. But um, I used to have a very serious issue with bees. It doesn't, I don't like seeing them all crawling all over each other. I don't like seeing them. It is gross. Like it's insects gross. crawling all over each other are fucking gross. It's kind of gross. It is um, gross. Definitely. I had a really hard time. I don't know if you remember that scene in Indiana Jones. Um, it's definitely temple of doom Mm. and they're walking through and they're in that they're in that one spot he's with the you know the woman with the blonde hair and she's got all the she's in like that nightgown or whatever Mm -hmm. she's in and they they have to go through the thing oh yes 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 yes, yeah yeah yeah. like centipedes and yeah it's really gross yeah crawling all over them it's creepy i mean i'm i'm not a bug guy i don't like them 
But only when they see a bunch of them all together and crawling on yeah. one another, it's gross. It makes you kind of skin crawl. Yeah. And also, I look at that, and I'm grateful I'm not an insect, because that would really bother me. What to have other insects crawl? Yeah, on? they're the left, right, in front, behind you, that's on top of you. Ugh. It wouldn't bother you though, because you'd be an insect. It doesn't yeah. matter. I'm a person, and there's people like we have neighbors. I'm like, ew, people. <laughs> Ugh. Bees don't think that way. At least I don't think so. You don't know that. Maybe I don't even they think do. most of them think they're they're led by pheromones. Fucking stupid bees. <laughs> they're really smart, actually. No. <laughs> like really smart. Not smart enough to get their own fucking space. Do you want to know how cute they are? They have little dance signals. Yeah. For like who they let into the hive and stuff. They yeah. have these like soldier bees that sit at the entrance of the hive. And like these bees come by and they do a little dance. Yeah. And that like <laughs> tells the other soldier bees like, hey, I live here. <laughs> That's like their key to get in. <laughs> they so should. cute. I wonder if they and should they be like spy bees. they talk to each other with little, with little butt dances. It is cute. It's really cute. Like it's really. That's cute. But I take I mean? it. I take it the next step and think like, are there other bees from other hives spying on the other bees? And like, hey, let's learn their dance so we can get into their hive and fuck them up. Actually, sometimes there are competing hives. Yeah. Um. So they gotta. They only let their own in. That's what I'm saying. But you gotta, you gotta know the dance. You gotta know the secret knock right, right. to get in. And they communicate to each other with these little little butt dances. These little butt dances. They're really cute. I think it was um learning about bees and bee culture. <laughs> bee culture. No, no, no. But like how they, you know, how they live and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, when I when I learned about them, I gained a tremendous respect for uh, for bees. They're really really interesting creatures, and when you learn about um, their not just their life cycle, but um, how they communicate, how they find uh, nectar, you know what what visual cues they use to find you know different things. They're actually really really uh, amazing creatures. They're That's very what interesting. I hear. So I've learned to distinguish between a wasp, because to me they were just all stinging death. Mm. Any one of them, if they were yellow and black, or even just just hovering, it, that just meant death to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just death. And you've um, never been stung by a bee. I have been stung by a have bee. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. I was stung by a bee in Greece. Oh, okay. A long time ago. Oh. Yeah, a big, big, big welt from it. Mm. It's by my chin. Yeah, I've been um, stung by a bee a few times. But now I've learned that bees want nothing to do with you. They don't care. They're right. just looking for nectar. They're hanging out. It's the wasps. They're the assholes. They're the ones that you're swatting away when you got like a soda mm-hmm. or, you know, you're eating something or whatever. Those are nasty. Uh, so wasps are an issue, I've learned. Wasps. And hornets, and forget it. Fucking right. Angry fucks. Burn the house down. <laughs> where, where? Oh, there's a hornet? Burn it down. Whatever it's touching. I had to get rid of a hornet's hornet. nest once. Oh, my God. You should tell that story because that's, that's a... All right, so real quick, before we get into the movie, let me tell you about a hornet's nest encounter. <laughs> years and years and years ago. How many years ago? Oh, God. I don't know. Like 25 years ago. Something like that. It just shows my age. Um, <laughs> we had a hornet's nest in my shed. Why would we call a professional to get rid of it when I could do it? <laughs> because I have no fucking training. And I love to get stung by wasps, apparently. Hornets. Hornets. Um, <laughs> it was in the shed. So I went in the shed wearing a lot of clothing and gloves and bags <clears throat> on my hands. I uh, took a bat 
and bad idea. <laughs> and I had to, well, I had oh, to get bad. it off. I had to get it out of, off of the wall in the corner, and I That's... batted it into the bag, and that was a lot of angry hornets. Oh my god! And they'll follow you too. The hornets. They follow did. You. They did swarm around and follow, but I was covered from head to toe, so I was protected. But it was a very bad scene in a very small shed oh. with a lot of fucking hornets. Oh my god! Yeah. It was bad. I managed to come out of there unscathed. It was a rough 15, 20 minutes. Didn't you have the nest in a bag and then the hornets were like banging yeah. against the sides of the bag? Yeah. <laughs> they were trying to get out of the bag. You can see it kind of the, the kind of <laughs> coming oh God, out. That's so yeah. creepy. It was really bad. <laughs> so it was really gross. Scary. It was really gross. Yeah. <laughs> Good old days. I just think about like the bag, and we're like you're holding the bag, and the bag like moving, just little pop. That's pop, what it pop, was. That's exactly what it was. Fucking scary. That's exactly though. what it was. That's scary. <laughs> that's really scary. That's exactly what it was. So that's my hornet story. <laughs> but oddly enough, all this talk of bees, we talk more about bees, about Candyman, than fucking Candyman has bees in the movie. I know. And it's so closely it's so related. Disappointing. It's so disappointing. That's so when you think of Candyman, I think the bees more than I think the hook. Yeah. Or that cool fucking pimp coat he has on. I think the bees, but the bees aren't even like a big thing. But they make you, such a point. I'm going to tell you a secret. Yeah. I hate the coat. That's such a shame. I love I the coat. I, I wish I could the wear the I wish I had that coat. I hate the coat. I love that coat. It's Don't so like cool. I like it a lot. <laughs> All right. You can hate it. I mean, I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to. No. If you wanted to wear that coat, I, I that's your business. I, that, I wouldn't tell you not to. I, I'm just saying, on I, just in general, you wearing it, him wearing it, fucking Brad Pitt wearing it. I don't give a shit. You still hate it. It's an awful coat. I don't like the coat. That's fine. I think it's a cool coat. <laughs> just saying. It's a flare sleeve velvet coat for guys. It's weird. With giant, with a giant fur collar, and and cup sleeves. You know, it's awesome. Super cool. I'm not cool enough to wear it. So, <laughs> anyway. Well, from what I understand, I think you were the one who was who was telling me that uh, the coat was made the way it was as an homage to Willy Wonka. Yeah, I had read that. I don't know how much I believe it. You know what I mean? Because it seems it seems like a stretch. Okay. It seems like a stretch because the coat does kind of fit the character in a way. Um, does it though? I think so because. You know, there's that scene where he kind of pulls the coat open. And you can see, like, his insides with the bees and whatnot. So the coat also gives off, you know, that's a cool visual. But also it kind of creates this intimidating presence. It makes him bigger than he is, you know? Yeah, but the coat's like, like this particular coat's like a fur collar, like, pimp coat. Mm. Well, you know, think about, like, uh, like the crow. Right? Does he wear a trench coat? Yeah, he's got, a trench, he's got a leather. He's got a leather Does one. Does he wear a trench coat? Yeah, he's also got like a leather trench coat. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Hellraiser has not. He doesn't wear a trench coat. He's got like a, like a priest uniform. He's got like a uniform. Priest uniform. <laughs> it's a uniform. That's right. They all wear the same uniform. No, but it's like you know the the like the the long the shirt smock. dress. The smock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the smock. Yeah. The priest smock. <laughs> I actually kind of like that thing. That's pretty cool. I like how there's no legs. It's just straight from top to bottom. You know what I mean? It's like a dress, like a long, that, that looks, I'm into really comfortable flowy clothing. You are. If I could, if I could dress one way for the rest of my life, I would wear a sari every day. Yeah. But I'm not Indian. 
so I can't do that because it's cultural appropriation. But I really just admire saris. They're just so beautiful. And I wish, like I see them in the summertime, these Indian women with these gorgeous, beautiful fabrics. They look so flowy and nice and cool. And I'm like, I want to wear a sari. But I wear shawls. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you listened to last week, you know all about the shawls. Listen. We went in on them, I think, last week. I have found the cure <laughs> for the, the cure COVID for... weight gain. Yeah. Everybody's home. Everybody's gaining weight. Throw on a shawl, some leggings, some Pandem- boots, and a sex uh, accessories, and you're good. Yeah, pandemic Done. shawls. Just cover your shit in a blanket, like a just a get some curtains, <laughs> cover, just wrap yourself it's up. It's the anti snuggy snuggy. <laughs> well, like hey, like everything that you've ever seen about the future, like all these future movies, isn't everyone like always wearing like these sashy, long, flowy kind or of coveralls. <laughs> Everyone wears the same beige, neutral coveralls. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I feel like all this futuristic thing, it's either really clingy to your body Hmm. clothing or like flowy, robey kind of thing. There's no middle. So you're you're doubling down on the flowy thing for the future. I'm like like in the Star Wars camp. Okay. You know what I mean? That's true, yeah. A big like, like I don't, I'm I'm not into muted colors. Yeah. Um, But give me like the... The, the big shawl with the belt, you know, and just some boots and a satchel. A satchel? <laughs> they all have a satchel. Okay. If you start wearing a fucking satchel, I'm, I'm going to start calling you Indy. I don't have a hat or anything. It doesn't matter. You got one part of a larger ensemble piece. You're that person now. Sorry. Will you still love me? Yes. But I'll still call you Indiana. And indie all the time. Even if you're not wearing the satchel. That's kind of a cool nickname, indie. Yeah. It was the dog's name. We can learn anything from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Indiana was the dog's name. Right. <laughs> yeah. Indiana's a really nice girl's name. That's a good one. You know, so then to have the nickname indie, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I'll give you that. All right. So you can wear a satchel now? So I can. I'm not going to wear a satchel. All right. Well. I actually try as hard as I can these days. I'm doing a thing where I'm trying to not bring a bag with me. I bring my wallet, my phone. They both fit in my jacket, my coat. And, you have a uh, problem in the summer. I got to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> Shawls don't come with pockets. No, they don't. You know You're not going to wear a shawl in the summer either. I th- they have those like light shawls. Oh, my God. Okay. I mean, like a tank top. I've, look, man. Pandemic weight gain. I don't know what to tell you, but the struggle is real. So are shawls. Shawls are real. <laughs> and they are awesome. <laughs> and you should get some. <laughs> you know who doesn't wear a shawl? Who? But should wear a shawl? Who? Our main protagonist <laughs> in Candyman. <laughs> <laughs> Helen Lyle <laughs> does not wear shawls. No, she wears giant football player shoulder pads instead. Yeah, that's no fucking joke. <sighs> those things are serious. Yeah, yeah, She. those are... Yeah, she wears those with a purpose. I don't understand why, you know, she... And we're going to get to this part in the movie, but, you know, she she ends up uh, in a project, uh, housing development. And, uh, you know, these, like, guys who are supposed to be gang members uh, in the courtyard or in the front of the building kind of hollering at them. Yeah. And they got these huge shoulder pads on. Yeah. 
And I'm just like, tackle him. She can just hit him <laughs> up with a, get into a three-point stand <laughs> and just go in <laughs> just like some kind of fucking defensive charge. tackle. You know what yeah. I'm oh yeah. Knock those guys against the wall. Mm-hmm. Bam. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, they're walking in there like they're all tough and everything, but like. Should you take know, them out. Take them out. You got those big shoulder pads. What else are you doing with them? Just fucking haul ass after them like fucking Lawrence Taylor and That's just right. take them and clip them. I got Bam. It. Yeah. On the floor. <laughs> Done. Just imagine John Madden commentary <laughs> behind you when, when you're <laughs> doing that. So, so let's get into this movie here. Yes. All right. So as we said. <clears throat> this movie uh, is titled Candyman. It centers around Candyman, but we don't see a lot of Candyman Mm-mm. in this movie. Or candy. Or candy, for that matter, which is really misleading. Yeah. All right. Now, before we get into this, um, there's... <laughs> Where's the candy, though? Yeah, this is bullshit. <laughs> Fuck. Um, this movie is interesting in a lot of different ways, I think. Really? First of all, the bat, I like it. I like this movie. I forgot how much I liked it. Mm. Honestly, when I when we watched it again, I was like, I forgot how fucking good that movie was. Mm. Like, super good. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to watch it over and over again. But it was nice to be reminded. You know what I mean? So what's interesting about this movie is it's taken a lot from real life, different instances, and it's incorporated itself into this movie. So right off the bat, um, it doesn't say anything about being based on a true story because it's not one story, mm-hmm. right? It's a few things. So let's get into it. Mm-hmm. So first, the name Candyman. Candyman. Yes. No, don't don't you said it once? That's easy. We have four more times. Candyman. Okay, that's two. Careful. So Candyman, that name was taken. That was the name, a nickname of a serial killer back in 1970. Hmm. From 1970 to 1973 in the Houston area. Texas? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this movie takes place in Chicago. Um, This particular serial killer um, did his um, work in Houston in that area. Hmm. So the name was uh, Dean Carroll or Creel. And he was, he had kidnapped, tortured, and killed 28 boys. I'm mm. um, not going to get into the gory details of it, mm. but he was called Candyman because his family owned a candy factory. And in the neighborhood, he was known for giving children He's candy. the original. He was like. Don't take candy from strangers yeah he was you know he's like this weird willy wonka character you know what i mean Ooh. he this is how he lured children to him and he also gave candy out to kids they called him Candyman. this is before the term serial killer was coined mm. and was a thing but he this was where this Candyman name came from so also there's a few things in this movie also that do have that basis in real life in this movie, there's talk, not talk, there's a big po- portion of this movie is about the idea that um, the medicine cabinets in the bathrooms in these projects, these Cabrini Green, Cabrini Green projects, were access points to the, next, to the neighboring apartment. Mm-hmm. That has basis in real life also. Right, so that's a major part of the movie. Yeah. Where... Um... 
uh, Helen, the uh, the main character, realizes that the building that she lives in was supposed to be set up as a housing project, yes. like um, like the one the uh, Candyman the Candyman lives in yeah. called Cabrini Green. Um, and she she knows that you can push the medicine cabinets through the wall, and you can get and into end the, up other, in the apartment. other apartment, right? Which so happens to be vacant for some reason in every single one of these. Yeah, no one's got a fucking do. neighbor in these like, apartments. Oh, there's no one in that apartment. No one's got a neighbor. No one. <laughs> yeah, but that's vacant. the thing, there's right? No in the there. movie, they're fucking vacant. In real life, they weren't. They're not necessarily the case. They we're not right. So in real life, now also in Chicago, this happened in Chicago, not the Cabrini Green projects. Um, another uh, project development in Chicago. This was a thing. It, what it was was let me look it up. In the in the seventies, a woman by the name of Ruthie May McCoy. She was fifty two years old. She lived in these projects in Chicago, as I mentioned, and she was mentally ill. She had one night had called the called nine one one saying that people were trying to get in through the medicine cabinet. Mm-hmm. They were trying to get her through the medicine cabinet. This being the seventies. And the call coming from the projects, it, they weren't super responsive. Oh, now that's, that's me did. again. Fuck. All right. It's not me today. New stuff is coming out. New stuff is coming. <laughs> um, the um, they weren't super responsive, and they weren't super quick on the to to go and help her. Well, what actually was happening was the apartment next to her was vacant. It was used because it was a very crime ridden housing development. A lot mm-hmm. of gangs, violence, drugs, things like that. That apartment was used as sort of the squad house for drug users mm-hmm. and dealers. Ruthie May were, had received a large social security check, and they thought that she had money in the apartment. So mm-hmm. they wound up actually pushing through the medicine cabinet in the wall into hers, climbing into her apartment through that vacant apartment, and killing her. Mm. She went, She was shot four times and left there. Shit. She had that large social security check was about $1,000, and she was using that to move out of the projects. Um, long story longer, it took a few days for the cops to actually be able to get into the apartment for various reasons. Once they finally got in there, they found Ruthie May um, in the bathroom, shot. Looking into sort of the murder and trying to find different uh, correlations, they found that there were about a dozen, dozen and a half robberies that took place in those projects through the fucking medicine cabinet. Hmm. So this also has a basis in reality Mm -hmm. also. So while this movie is a very supernatural-based movie, there are elements of reality that are peppered in. Yeah. You know? But despite all that, there's no based-on-true story. Not like fucking The Conjuring or The Exorcist. (laughs) Yeah, fucking break. Anyway. So, uh, I mean, it was based on several true stories. It was, yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. The one, the one argument I will give you about that, though, is that the story that they give of um, how Candyman became, you know, Candyman is a fi- is a completely fictional story. Of you know how, uh, you know, he was um, an artist who's a son of a slave. Son of a slave, a very yeah, a very talented fell in artist. Love with uh, some aristocrat's daughter. The father had hired him apparently to paint a portrait of her. They fell in love. She got pregnant and then, you know, after Daddy O got wind of that, they sawed his arm off, shoved a hook in it, and then covered him in honey from a local apiary. And uh 
let the bees sting him to death. So yeah. that's a fictional story. That yes. didn't actually happen. Right. I mean, I don't know if it really did in real life, but, but that's not, not that what I where that now. Yeah, yeah. came from. Um, but that's supposed to be the crux of the story. So while like the projects and um, like what happened in the projects, the person, the, the real life person from the 70s who was named Candyman, those are real elements. What they yeah. tell you in the movie though about the way that, like who Candyman is, you know, how he, uh, oh, I think she's at dinner with that guy that looks like Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> and, asshole. Uh, yeah. I'm sure he's got to be in some period piece from the French Revolution or. If he isn't, like that, that is that, right? miscasting. <laughs> he's got to be. My God. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's got to be some fucking movie with corsets and hoop skirts and shit that yeah. he's in. Cause... If that guy doesn't have a key on a kite and some on film somewhere, <laughs> someone fucked up yeah um so ben franklin tells her you know the uh background story of the character in the movie yeah Candyman. yeah and that's where the bees come from and that's the whole thing about that so maybe maybe the based on the true story wasn't like even though there are many elements of the movie that are like totally based in reality down to the names i mean the the woman um in the movie uh who died whose murder there, the Helen and her um, sidekick, uh, Bernadette. Bernie, Bernie, Bernadette. Bernie. Yeah. <laughs> Keep thinking of Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Just picture Bernadette sitting in the chair with the mittens <laughs> and the mask. And then we have the new Bernie Sanders meme. Yeah. <laughs> Just picture her there in my mind and I laugh. Um, the hell was I talking about now? The names are the same. Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry. Even in the movie uh the girl who's murdered the helen and bernadette are investigating her name is ruthie um jean yeah and in real life her name is ruthie mccoy it's um ruthie may ruthie may mccoy right yeah okay there are a lot of elements yes that are pulled directly from real life but like the the story of how Candyman became Candyman, like that's a fictional story so i wonder yeah. if maybe that like while there are elements of it that are true it's not like it's not based like necessarily. The, the story uh, of yeah, Candyman sure. isn't like real. Maybe inspired by true events. Mm. How about that? That's cool. That, yeah. You could do that, that, right? That you could definitely do. Okay. Yeah. I'd be on board with now that. Now we nailed it down. Inspired by true events. Okay. Inspired by true events, that maybe is more appropriate here. <laughs> but that's interesting, I thought, how these different elements are kind of incorporated into what originally was a short story from by clive barker you know um clive barker yeah why do i know that name he's the he's he's a writer oh yeah oh i'm thinking of clive davis <laughs> the producer it's not <laughs> oh my god there aren't a lot of people named clive you know <laughs> i know one <laughs> and his name was clive davis i like is clive. it davis or david davis davis was he had like mariah carey didn't he he had everybody. Yeah. Whitney he was Houston. big back then, yeah. Did he have Whitney? Yeah, I think yeah, he did. Yeah, it's based on a on a on a short story from Clive Barker called The Forbidden. The movie changed it a little bit. Clive Davis and Bob Barker. My God. <laughs> he writes with a really long pen. <laughs> like the Bob Barker microphone. Excellent. That way. Excellent. So Candyman again. Candyman. Is it is that three times? Candyman is a mixture of Bloody Mary and I had read it's a mixture obvious of obviously Bloody Mary in the sense that you have to say it in the mirror. In the mirror that appears, okay, fine. And something called Hook, 
not Captain Hook and not the Gordon Fisherman from <laughs> I Know You Did Last Summer, but Hook about just a guy with a hook. I never heard of that, but that's what I had looked up and that's what I saw. So if you know hook. it, a guy with a hook just, you just stand there. Like, does he just show off his hook? Is that scary enough? I don't get it. It's just a guy with a hook for a hand. A lot of people have a hook for a hand. I knew someone in high school had a hook for a hand. So, like, what's the... Like, what happens in the story? Are there misadventures or... In the Forbidden? Or what are you talking about? I'm talking about... In Hook? I don't know. That's that's what I'm saying. I don't know anything about Hook. And I didn't look it up. I'm not going to pretend like I did. I didn't. I would ask uh, Google, but if I said who's Hook, that I'd get. It's a rabbit hole. Yeah. I'd probably get a lot of Captain Hook. Yeah, get a lot of Captain Hook. And like those odd pictures of Dustin Hoffman as Captain Hook. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that movie. So let's dive in. So this movie, it starts off with we uh, we see our main protagonist, Helen Lyle, who's a... um, I'd say a grad student or a PhD student. I'm sticking with grad student on this one. I think she's going for PhD. Okay. Um, she's working on her thesis for either her graduate degree or her PhD. <clears throat> apparently with her friend Bernadette, Bernie. Bernadette. They're doing their Sorry. thesis on um, urban legends and folklore. She's married to a college professor named Trevor Lyle. Are they supposed to be married? Yes. Oh, they are. For sure, yeah. Oof. Yeah. They might for sure. So when we meet um, Helen, she's, um, we pretty much, more or less, we see her going, sitting in on her husband's um, lecture. Mm-hmm. And then we see that, and we, we get the impression that her husband is cheating on her with one of his students. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. They don't even try to hide it. Mm-mm. Yeah. And they make it a point to, oh, that, that was, was you me. that time. That was me. That was That me. was you. I'm drinking a mocha. Yeah. At. 12.40 in the morning, uh, at night. I morning, drink a whatever. lot of coffee. An absurd <laughs> amount of coffee. A lot of coffee. Yeah. Like a lot. It's like all I drink. Yeah. It's incredible. I, I, I live on Chex Mix, pretzels, and coffee. Yeah. And occasionally chicken nuggets. <laughs> With the exception of coffee, you eat like a nine-year-old. <laughs> That's not true, actually. I'm trying to eat as healthy as possible. In fact, our nine-year-old eats healthier, I think. That's not true. I'm I'm getting better. You are getting better. That's getting true. Better. You are. That's a good point. Getting better. <laughs> Bernadette. Sorry. I'm still singing Bernadette. I can't hear the name Bernadette and not think of the four tops. I'm I know. Sorry. It's, it's a, My listen. Son of. If you're uh, not gonna listen, you and your Mediterranean hands, keep them to yourself. Look, I'm gonna push this thing to the other side so that they can't do that. Yeah, again. that'll I do apolog- it. My apologies. I apologize. I'm sorry. Yeah. New equipment. It's going. New equipment. So she meets these, excuse me. So she meets these, um, you know, she meets up with her husband hmm. and um, hearing about Candyman is talked about. They, we see a flashback okay. to a babysitter mm-hmm. who has her um, her side piece boyfriend, yep. the bad boy. The bad boy. Who she's going to, she's planning on losing her virginity to. That's right. Not her boyfriend. Not her boyfriend, but the... The other one. The, the, the bad boy. The bad boy. The boyfriend. Exactly. <laughs> so she plans on uh, losing her V-card in the bathroom while the baby she's babysitting is asleep. While she's doing this, she starts talking about fucking Candyman, which is so absurd, by the way. 
Wait, did she talk about fucking Candyman, or is no. she just talking about Candyman and you added the fucking in between? I added the fucking oh, okay. in between. Because <laughs> I was that like, was I don't remember her talking about fucking Candyman. <laughs> no, that's a different movie. We didn't see that. One. That's a different Candyman. That's movie. a different Candyman. Nobody yeah. wants to see that movie. There might be people who want to see that movie. I hope not. Man, you were hopes are gonna get dashed. <laughs> so she's uh, she's in the bathroom. This girl uh, Clara is the name of the babysitter, and the boy she's with his name is Billy. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk about Candyman. They're looking in the mirror while doing their little make out, feel up high school thing, and. Billy says um, a Candyman four times in the mirror. He's instructed then to go downstairs and wait for her while she prepares herself to... To give it up. To give it up mm-hmm. and open him up for uh, for Bill. Billy. So Can we just for a moment yeah. just recognize the ridiculousness of the bra that she's wearing in that scene? Yeah. Okay. Okay. She's, yeah. She, you know, look, everybody's got different size boobs. But when your boobs are like the same as a boy's chest, essentially, Maybe you, don't you don't need, need the bra. bra. You don't even need you the just A cup. Don't. No. The, I, the, no. The bra she had honestly, it was very like loose fitting. Thick. It's like a thick fabric white. And it, it was like. It was it a lot of room in there. A lot of room. And it was a small bra. I was like, what's up, boy? It's a trainer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If that's the case, we really shouldn't be watching what we're watching. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a, yeah not, but that yeah. bra, I, it took me out of the movie completely. I'm like watching it. I'm like, this bra is ridiculous. Why do they have her even buy? It's a horror movie, by the way. Isn't she supposed to not have a shirt on in the first place? That's a good point. Like, shouldn't yeah. she be completely topless? Well, I noticed yeah. a lot of people didn't want to commit to the topless thing in this one. Yeah, you're right. Helen oh. Helen has the opportunity to be topless at least four times you in see, the movie. You see, you see a lot of side boob and areola. Not yes. full full boob. No. Not a whole lot of full boob. And you only see her side boob when she's got her arms up. Right. And you know, you, it's like she's yeah. in, like, um, there's this one part where, like, she gets arrested because they think she killed someone. We'll get there. Um, but she's, like, at the jail. And she's, like, covered in blood. She's got to take all her clothes off. And uh, she turns around to take off her top um, and her bra. And, like, she turns and she's got her arms up in the air. I mean, the only time you see her boob is when she, like, her arms are up. And then I think there's another time when she's in the bathtub. And she's got her, she's got both of her arms, like, covering right yeah. over her nipples. Like, like a Janet like Jackson move. Near her. Yeah. 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 Exa- no, no. Janet Jackson had the hands. Right. She had, like, the two hands. Yeah, yeah. But this is just, like, the, across yeah. the nipples, like, with the forearm. Yeah. Um, She wouldn't commit. She didn't commit. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, several people in this movie, they didn't want to. They, they didn't want to go all the way. Well, they didn't have the budget. <laughs> they had to get paid more. They didn't have the budget, which is why they didn't have Eddie Murphy, who was the first choice to play Candyman. God, thank God. I know. Then they had uh, Tony Todd. Which, yeah, I, I agree 100%. They're that would have been awful. Better, better, much better choice here. Yeah. Just to go back to Clara and her ill-fitting bra, Billy goes downstairs. I mean, I'm going to put a picture of this bra because it's so... Like, I seriously... More attention needs to be put on this bra. This bra is ridiculous. It's gigantic. She's got... She's got, like, a boy's chest. Like she, And that's fine. I don't care. But the fact that she's wearing, like, this bra, it's almost like... You're not fooling like, anybody. It, it's not even that. Like, you know, like he's, he grabs it, and he's just grabbing the fabric. <laughs> <laughs> like this. 
Like, but I just don't get, I don't have a problem with the size of her boobs. I have a problem with the size of the bra. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just what, why are you bothering? You look better with it off. But she wasn't he, ready yet. He she, prefer you with it off. Yeah. Trust me. Just take it off. True. Yeah. <laughs> At that point. <laughs> yeah. You're not fooling anybody and it's just going to lead to disappointment. You just <laughs> don't. I'm just saying, look, if you're going to, I'm not going to go down that road. <laughs> So, it's a good idea. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it. I'm going to let that hang. Whatever. <laughs> um, Billy goes downstairs. Clara's in the bathroom by herself, kind of give, ready to give herself the pep talk. But she can't kind of get Candyman out of her head. Mm. And she pulls that last Candyman. Billy said it four times. She says it the fifth time. Sure as shit. Candyman appears behind her. And we get from groin to gullet. Mm. Or in this particular case, because she's behind her asshole to skull yeah so ass to skull yeah and of course we get asshole to skull asshole to skull right (laughs) (laughs) this is our first glimpse of candy man asshole skull and it's a silhouette we don't even get a full thing a full shot of who candy man is yeah but may see him in the mirror for like a minute for a second yeah like a second but this begs the question and this one gets me you have to say Candyman five times. Mm-hmm. What's the amount of time that you have to... Do you have to say it right away? Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. Or does it going to be like a minute between? Mm. Can it be five minutes? Does it like count throughout the day? Does it matter if you leave the bathroom and come back in? Right. If you say it four times, leave the bathroom, come back in, you say it again. Even that first time, does that count as five or does is that reset like the clock? You know what I right. mean? <laughs> this if you I'm turn saying. the lights off, but then turn them back on. Every day, can you do it like one a day? Yeah. I don't know. Show up on the fifth day. Or... These rules are really. Someone needs to write them down. And another thing is that she says it five times, and he shows up in like five seconds, which is bullshit. Helen yeah. says it five times, and it takes him like five days. to And he show starts up. getting. Yeah. Okay. We're going. Well, None of this makes any sense. No, it doesn't. And I, I don't <laughs> care. It's a great movie. I, I mean, don't care. for a movie where this guy's got a body filled with bees and comes back through a mirror when he's summoned. It really, it's very far from reality. Ludicrous. Completely ludicrous. <laughs> For real. So after, you know, so we see, you know, we get that usual, okay, our first kill, and now we're going, we sweep away into something that has nothing to do with that. Yeah. We're seeing Helen now. She's reviewing a recorded conversation she had with other students regarding Candyman. While she's doing this in the college, you know, computer lab, <laughs> dated 92, <laughs> um, a cleaning woman comes in, a fucking nosy, busybody <laughs> cleaning woman comes in, and this is all her fault. I'm pinning it, <laughs> this whole fucking movie, on this lady. She comes in. A lot of busybodies. A lot of busybodies. All this could have been avoided. Everyone just mind their fucking business. <laughs> Helen is listening to these recorded conversations out loud with no regard for anyone else who may be in the room, by the way. Rude as fuck. This is 1992. They didn't have, like... They have headphones. Yeah, but like that wasn't even if, even those old was... school recorders. You know, what you know the ones that were like two feet long yeah. with the speaker they and the tape a, deck. They have them in Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah. okay, they have them in Animal Crossing. <laughs> even those had a goddamn headphone jack. True. So they also had a handle though. No, See, yeah. they weren't meant to be used with a headphone jack. It doesn't. Yes, that's exactly what it was meant to be. Yes, I don't care. It's a headphone jack. She's not using it. And she should. Second, <laughs> cleaning woman comes in. Overhears what Helen is listening to, and has to fucking chime in with, "Well, I know someone who 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 knows about Candyman." Mm. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. 
My friend, she's down the hall. Another cleaning woman. Hey, kitty. Kitty, come on down here. <laughs> kitty comes in. And now she's going to have to, she's going to talk to Helen about the murders that have taken place in Cabrini Green, the housing project, that have been attributed to Candyman. Mm-hmm. And of course, this leads to down a fucking rabbit hole of blood and death. Yeah. For a lot of people, because of this fucking loose lip fucking janitor lady. <laughs> Why can't people just. Your business. This is what I'm saying. You know? I go through my days. I, I travel and it makes me an hour and a half to get to work, an hour and a half to get back. Do you know how many people I talk to? Zero. <laughs> Do you know how many conversations I listen to? Zero. <laughs> Why? Because I know how to mind my fucking business. Some people like to talk. No, some people are stupid. <laughs> she got excited. This should happen in my neighborhood. Well. Like when stuff happens in Flushing, we're like, hey. Yeah. But we don't fucking stick our nose in there. No. And give in, you know, chime in with our fucking two cents. Mm. No. Why? Because no one gives a shit. Also, mind your business. That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> Man. No one's talking to you. Shut up. That's it. That's that's this one's, the podcast, this episode's name. No one's Mind talking. your business, lady. <laughs> Done. So Kitty goes on to tell Helen about these murders that have been attributed to Candyman. Oh, it's one's that three or four now. That's four. Big fucking trouble. So these deaths have been attributed to Candyman, people who have been butchered with a hook. Mm. Right? Helen goes and does more research on it in the microfiche. There's no Google back then. Mm. She's got the microfiche and she's going through to find out more about these murders. God, everything used to take so long back then. I know. I mean these days I can literally just say, Hey, and I'm not gonna say it because I don't want my phone to actually wake up. But I can just be like, hey, Googs. Right. Um, and it, and it, I can just ask it a question and it just tells me. Right. Back then you had to like go to a library. You had to pull out these like the micro, you got to put it in the machine mm-hmm. and turn the, turn the, the, the knob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It takes forever. In college, I used to use the microfiche in college. Sure. I used to have to go through it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I remember microfiche. I remember it being in the library. I didn't have to use it in college. I have like a history degree, so I I know my way around a yeah. a microfiche oh, machine. Oh yeah, no, I get you. Yeah, we didn't have to do that. I, I have a science degree. Whatever, <laughs> bragger. Whatever. Not bragging. You have a history degree. It's different. I have a bachelor's in science and history. Okay, the I have science a bachelor version. of science and science. Arts. I got the real one. You got the real one. Yeah, I'm saying I didn't get I didn't get the bachelor's of arts in. In history. I got the bachelor's in science. In history. In history. Okay. Whatever. (laughs) Shit. It's one o'clock in the morning. I work. I get up at work like four hours. Um, Yeah. Why are you grumpy? I'm not grumpy. I'm a little grumpy. A little grumpy. Yeah. A little peeved. Not peeved. Grumpy. Anyway. Wait, you were just wearing a post-it on your forehead before that says that you weren't annoyed. Well, now I'm getting grumpy. Why? Because I'm hungry. <laughs> You're hangry. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like me to make you something? No. Okay. Thank you. So, Helen's at the microfiche. She's doing her fucking sticking. Now she's sticking her fucking nose where it doesn't belong. <laughs> Actually, it does belong there. Isn't she doing her, her thesis on Urban this legends exact and thing? folklore. Yeah, maybe she, yeah. 
That's kind of okay. So I'll I'll give her the I'll give her her detective. Okay, I'll give her the microfiche. Okay, she can look through that. That's fine. That's okay. That's that's well where she should be right here. Okay, and this is where it should fucking stop, but it doesn't. No, so (laughs) she finds that through this research that the building she lives in coincidentally (gasps) just so happens just so happens that she is um, living in a building. That was originally designated to be a housing project, just like the Cabrini greenhouses, hmm. where all these Candyman murders have happened. Isn't that amazing? It's incredibly uh, amazing. Hmm. So this is where we start to get, they touch on the racism issue of black and white. This hmm. is where it sort of starts, you know, where once Helen sees this, um, these articles where people were murdered, you know, via the uh, coming through the medicine cabinet. Medicine cabinet. Mm-hmm. She saw that, you know, the apartment's layouts were the same. And she talks about the discrepancy between white and black and why the reason why her apartment was um, like an apartment designated, building. A, a luxury and apartment not, building and yeah. not, not a housing project was because it was in a, it was in a more desirable neighborhood. neighborhood. Mm-hmm. With all, the, that's what the first instance of touching on these, uh, on, on the issue of race and, and, and inequality. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the first part of it. With that, she, with Bernie's help, she shows Bernie that the medicine cabinets... You in can, her bathroom. In her bathroom. Mm-hmm. Because they're exactly the same. Like, they use the same building materials and everything. Which is, you know, I got a lot of issues here. There's some inconsistency here. She's able to get into the neighbor's apartment, which is coincidentally vacant. It's vacant. She, through the medicine cabinet. She can climb mm-hmm. through it without issue. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I like how she just does that, too. She's like, yeah, let's do it. And she just pushes it through. Right, exactly. And then Bernadette's like, what the hell are you, what are you doing? She's like, well, no one's in there. Yeah. Like, well, how does that make it what okay? Yeah. Everyone knows you did it. Okay, first step. Like, who, how else would that have happened if you hadn't been the right. one that pushed your arms through okay, it? Everyone knows you it's you. So while we were okay with the microfiche, <laughs> here, pushing through the medicine cabinet, mm-hmm. mind your fucking business, Helen. She's got, she's, she's. Sticks her nose in a lot of places that really they doesn't belong. Yeah, she does. You know what? I, I'm liking her less and less. Not that I was a huge fan of her during the movie, hmm. but going through it, yeah, yeah, not my no. With this little bit of not minding her fucking business, now she's going all in on 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 shit she shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Now she's going to take a fucking field trip to the Cabrini Green projects and do some real investigative work here, mm-hmm. and dragging her friend fucking Bernadette with her. Mm-hmm. Going through the, the Cabrini Green projects, um, what is was rather was a real housing development in Chicago, super violent and dangerous. It's no longer there. They tore down all those buildings. The last one was torn down in 2011. Well, the, the entire area has been gentrified now. Yeah, they tore so. down. They, they they physically tore down those buildings yeah. though. So that was at the time when this movie was filmed, and of course, obviously prior. They were real, legit places. And they did do the filming of this movie in the Cabrini Green Projects. So well, That was a real place? That I was thought re- that was, uh, you know, art department, you know. Art department maybe on the on the interiors maybe, mm. on the exterior. And where they filmed on those exteriors, that's really Cabrini Green. And to... Wow. Yeah. Oh, the exteriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Okay, that I could see. They, were, they had to, to kind of get the permission of some folks who were... What, who like were, gang members? Yeah. Uh, some street toughs street to allow them to, 
to, to film without without incident. Did they steal someone's armor? They didn't steal the armor because I don't think they. Yeah. Street tough. Street tough. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, many Seinfeld references. Too many Seinfeld references. <laughs> so they had to enlist in the help of street toughs. Yeah. To um. To kind of get through the filming. Make sure issue. nobody else got like stabbed and yes. murdered and robbed. Yeah. And also, so, you know, no one else disrupted. So they kind of came in being, they, the, the film crew and the actors came in being like, hey, this is your home. We're not looking to disrupt anything. They had to come in with a certain attitude mm-hmm. and not like we're doing this. Did they this. bring muffins? I don't think they brought muffins. Coffee. Pizza. Pizza. Everybody likes pizza. I love pizza. A peace offering. I don't think they brought pizza. Gift I basket. Didn't... Everyone loves a gift. Ba- I love a gift basket. <laughs> I like the ones with the cured meats and the cheeses. Oh yeah. I'm allergic to wine, so I don't like the ones with the wine. But yeah. I do like the ones with the with the meats and the cheeses. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe in various jams. Jams. Yeah. Okay. I like the the hot sauce ones. The hot sometimes sauce they get a hot sauce. I like that. Okay. So if anyone's looking for any gift ideas, <laughs> I like a, I, I like a meat and cheese basket. A meat and cheese basket. Yeah. That's what she said. All right, you know what? So this this this, this episode is going to be called "Mind Your Business, Lady." That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call an audible here. So I think this movie, there's a lot to go through here, and we are currently at over an hour. Okay, we haven't even. Well, we don't have to do Scratch it scene by scene. No. Let's just talk about the general. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know. I think that might be the way motifs. to go here. You know, we know the what motifs. happened, right? So, you know, uh, she's doing her dissertation or her, her thesis. Um, she's doing a whole lot of investigating um, with this specific murder of Ruthie Jean. Ruthie her Jean. name is in the movie. Yeah. Again, as Jared said before, is based on a true story about a woman named um, Ruthie McCoy who was killed in the Cabrini Green projects in the 70s. She decides to take her giant shoulder pads and go over to, well, she grabs her best friend and they both put on their best set of giant shoulder pads and head over to the Cabrini Green projects to take some pictures and, you know, stick their noses around. Yeah, they meet, what's her name? They befriend a woman named Anne-Marie. Anne-Marie, right. And And her uh, son, Anthony. Yes. The baby. That right there is your art department special. Okay, there is a beautiful, actually, elaborate uh, mural right all through the front of her apartment. Yeah, um, the halls of this. for sweet. Or sweet for sweets. Yeah. Or it just says sweets, I think. It's like run down. Like it looks like a fucking abandoned warehouse. It, the building the does, the yeah. Build, you know but, what I mean? um, I'm saying like the wall where. So the building is kind of set up. It's an interesting. It's kind of cool looking, actually. Like um, her apartment is sort of in an interior wall. So there's like a hallway where one side of the hallway is just like a fence and the outdoors and then there's like a walking space and then the apartments on the left so Anne-Marie has this apartment that's like inside of a hallway but like on the inside of the building um so it's like you walk out of the building and you just have this like nice big open sky sort of yeah you know and she's high up 
you know, in the building too. But I don't know. Like when I saw that movie, I was kind of like, I mean, you know, yeah, it's really the, those projects are scary. Like I've yeah. I've seen you know I've seen projects and I've 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 heard of projects, but mm-hmm. those are those were that I mean at least in the movie and if it was really like that, um, in the actual Cabrini Green um, apartments in uh, in Chicago, that's terrifying. Yeah, to have yeah, to it, was a, a it was a it was a bad place. Um, they lo- you know in the movie going to the projects, Helen and Bernadette were having second thoughts about going to to the area, going to the projects. And that was a legit fear shared by people who were driving through the area and just sort of going in there, even including the police at the at that point. Mm-hmm. It was not a place anyone wanted to sort of be. So them having second thoughts about going to that that project development is based in reality mm-hmm. from a lot of people in that at the time and before about that area. Mm. You know. Yeah. Um in, in the movie though, she she her apartment is really cool looking. So this is like, this is where the art department came in. You could tell because it's got this really, and the mural is actually very nice and like new, you know? Yeah. Um, and then you go inside the apartment and there's all this, I don't know, there's all this 1970s wallpaper. So, you know, they, they go into the apartment, snoop around. Uh, Helen finds, um, you know, she pushes through, like they break into Ruthie uh, Jean's apartment so that they can kind of go investigate what happened uh, in between the mirrors. So she ends up pushing through the mirror, going through into the next apartment and snooping around in there and taking all kinds of pictures. She goes through another hole. And on the other side of the wall is this huge mural of Candyman. Yeah, the Um, layer. Yeah, the ever... The ever wet, blooded <laughs> walls, never dried. It's just dripping. Yeah. Um, so she finds this like place that's like a, it's almost like a like an altar. It's like an altar. You know, yeah. uh, candles lit, and you know, there's candy and candy wrappers at least uh, filled with um, candy and razor razors. blades. Yeah, and AIDS. And um, <laughs> yeah. she walks in there and she picks up a candy wrapper and she cuts herself. With one of the razor blades, and, and I was just like, AIDS. "Oh, you got AIDS now." Yeah. <laughs> this, this is 1992. <laughs> okay, this is 92. There's no way. AIDS. At the very least, you're walking out with Hep C. Yeah, At no. the very least. No, no, no. no. She got A I D S. All all F-B-A, caps. FBA. Full blown AIDS. Impact font size 72 <laughs> bold. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So, By the way, yeah. Why did she not question the fact that there were candles in there? Like, there's lit candles in this yeah, room. Yeah, she didn't seem maybe, to care about that. She didn't that. seem to, you know, for like someone who's so in fucking there. nosy and snooping around, and so interested in finding things out. She maybe she's very tough. Apparently, remember she tells that little boy before she she cons him into uh, bringing her to the bathroom yes. where she gets her brains knocked out. Um, you know, she doesn't scare very easy. No. Well, she shook and shut. Yeah. Look yeah. What, look what happened. Yeah, exactly. Look what happened. Exactly. Um, so anyway, after she crawls through all those holes and comes back, leaving Bernadette in the scary bathroom where Ruthie Jean died yeah. um, by herself, um, she comes back and then they befriend Anne-Marie, who is the next door neighbor who lets them in and lets her hold the baby and... She's got a giant Rottweiler, yeah. and uh, she talks about Ruthie Jean and kind of what happened, how she's not going to let the Candyman get to her son. So it seems like the the lore of the Candyman is alive 
in Cabrini Green. Everybody believes in Candyman. And it seems like once you go through the story, that's really all he wants. Her problem is that she kind of tore the idea of Candyman open and made everyone stop believing in Candyman. Because she decided, because she's a fucking genius, to go back yeah, with, to Cabrini by Green by herself yeah. this time. Without any fucking busybody backup. Yeah. Yeah, she um, goes by herself. She goes by herself. Mm-hmm. Befriends Jake. She befriends a little boy. Yeah. Can't be older than, what, eight? Seven? Something yeah. like that? Something like that, yeah. Um, and he tells, she right off the bat asks him, can you tell me about the people who died here? Yeah, but the Do boy you know whose about the... genitals were mutilated. Yeah. Where, 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 did, where did that happen? Can you show me? Yeah, exactly. The little like, boy where he got who, his penis cut off? Who what asks the a fuck? kid that question? And, but, and then she manipulates him like some fucking psycho sociopath that she is. She tells him, it could just be between you and me, you know. You now just now she's me. got him keeping secrets. And this kid's like, look, I don't open my mouth. Like, I'm not, mm-mm, I'm kid's not smart. telling you, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's like, you know, you can just keep it a secret. And then then she, she, I, I, I wish I could have punched her in the face. I wanted to punch her through the TV. And she's like, you know, unless, unless you're scared. Right? Like, yeah. she's like egging this poor kid on to Everything like, short of fucking triple dog dare this kid to sh- <laughs> Triple Right? <laughs> yeah. What? I mean, the poor kid, you know. Um, so he ends up taking her down to where the kid died. And, yeah, uh, in the bathroom. In a bathroom. Yeah. So, so she goes in there. She goes in this awful this what, outdoor yeah. bathroom outside yeah. these projects. And she goes in there and it's fucking filthy. It's worse than the fucking it, saw bathroom. There's shit. <laughs> Definitely all over worse. the walls Definitely where it says worse. sweets for the sweet go for some reason or another she needs to lift the toilet lid of all these fucking toilets she yeah she not only goes in to record you know take her little pictures and stuff for her thesis but she decides she's got to kick open every stall all the stalls yeah and for some reason it's funny because all the other stalls they just have like you know the toilet this last one though had the lid on it yeah and it had an arrow on the wall so of course Pointing she has down. to lift the lid of course and what's in the toilet just a bowl full of bees bowl full of bees yeah so that's horrifying yep. as if the you know so there's 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 written on the wall in 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 beautiful penmanship is it penmanship when it's painted on a wall and shit it's poopmanship poopmanship <laughs> poopmanship <laughs> I'm going to turn that into a little picture. I feel like poopmanship. Okay. Noun. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. So, there's a mural on the wall that says uh, sweets for sweet. But sweets um, for it's sweet. in it's in shit. Yeah. Like, it's actually, like, written in shit. And it's perfectly uh, uh, painted on the wall. Yeah, like, it was but, done with care without haste. And, like, but, yeah. like, a good, like, inch thick. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? It's a lot but, like, of shit. Someone spent a lot of time collecting shit, it, shitting, yeah. and smear, painting with it. There was a lot just, of thought went into it. But like, and, and it had to have taken a lot of time, mm. a lot of fast food, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. a lot of a lot of fiber, a lot of roughage, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. to get that much shit yeah. to paint and that with giant the thing on the wall. Yeah, yeah. And it's so sticky, too. Oh, Tacky God. poop. Tacky, yeah. Like if it was in between your hands. Oh my don't... god. <laughs> so fucking gross. Ew. <laughs> anyway. So on the... 
so she's in there and then and then the, so what kills the the lore of Candyman and what brings Candyman back is her. Yeah. She gets knocked Good out. Good fucking job, Helen. Yeah. There's a guy, you know, there's a, actually like a guy who yeah. lives in that in that pro, in that housing project and he calls himself the Candyman. I think man. he's sweet. Candyman. He calls himself Candyman. Yeah, but the sweets for the sweet or sweet for the sweets or whatever, that's supposed to be him. Isn't it? I guess. I mean, maybe maybe that's the drugs. Maybe that's the uh, candy maybe. with the razor blades. That part's a little... A little I ambiguous. still don't understand that part uh, yeah. fully. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention well enough. But but anyway, so, uh, um, so she goes in there and this guy who's dressed up like, you know, the... the the supernatural Candyman guy. Yeah. Um. You know he's got the coat. He's he's holding a hook. Yeah. You know and he goes in there and he, and he knocks her out. He turned the face with it. She he gets what she fucking deserves. No. Why? Which is he weird. Her? It doesn't make sense. He I don't kills know. a little boy, but yeah. he doesn't kill her. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. No, who's more right. of an intruder in that neighborhood? I mean, not for nothing. That's true. Right. I mean, I agree. And so she comes in with her fucking. Her attitude, mm-hmm. oh, right, oh, right over to the police, of course, yep. which identifies yep. Candyman as Candyman. Mm-hmm. And which here's a part that I got me thinking. The police officers, after she identified that guy as Candyman, well, we had, he was, uh, we had him as a suspect in several murders. Mm-hmm. You weren't keeping tabs? <laughs> you couldn't come up with anything to hold him? Nothing. Nothing. It had to They'd be. They'd have to actually go in and do some investigating first for them to find enough to... Right, and someone. then this was another part of where they kind of touched on the race part was the fact that these murders happened in the projects. Black folks who died, no one gave a shit. A white woman gets bashed in the head with a hook. All of a sudden, everything's locked down, and everyone's paying attention now. Yeah. You know, which in granted, reality, I mean, in reality, that's not there's a there's again there's a basis in reality. Yeah, right. For I mean, sure, that's realistic. I'm not taking that's how it would a, go. A, a, yeah, absolutely. You know, so another touch on race there. Mm-hmm. And then now we're finally getting to the part where we're actually going to see Candyman. Mm-hmm. And we're going to, we're now the movie starts to pick up at this right. point where now that that part's all done, she gets the uh, pictures back, the slide in slide form. Right. But she was taking it when she was fucking snooping around the, uh, the projects. Right. So she sees Candyman and in the park, in the parking lot where she's walking to her car. Yeah. She's supposed to ha- have money. She's supposed to be well off. She mm-hmm. has a nice apartment, which was intended as fucking projects, mm-hmm. but it's nice. I don't understand what's so difficult to uh, to get about that. Because you saw the apartments, you saw the Cabrini Green apartments, right? Mm-hmm. We've seen her apartment. Mm-hmm. Big, big, wide open windows, big open floor plans. Yeah. The the place she visited wasn't anything close because it was to that. A mistreated building in a bad even part even of the town. layouts were wrong. However, the the layouts were all everything about those two buildings are very different, <laughs> except for the fucking medicine cabinet. That that <laughs> part's the same, but everything else is. And she identified it. Oh, stop it, <laughs> Helen. Well, to you know, to not dissect uh, to not dissect the movie scene for scene. Um, you know what ends up essentially happening is that by her outing the actual murderer who in the projects is known as Candyman, it kind of kills the, um, the legend. The legend of 
the myth of ghost the, candy man exactly like yeah. mythical candy man um and that upsets candy man very much not not the not the real one not, not like the man that was caught um like the guy pretending to be the mythical candy man but mm-hmm. it upsets the mythical candy man much in the same way that santa would probably get upset if um all the little boys and girls in the world found out that he wasn't real well why doesn't candy man just kill somebody else well he does he does well why, he, why does he need helen because yeah, he says so- he needs her he's like you know be my victim he kind of he really it seems and i <clears throat> and i said this before <laughs> when we tried to record this fucking episode the other day, that he's almost trying to seduce her into, like, convincing her to let him kill her. Right. He could just do it. I I think there's more to that, though. I think the murals that are painted in his, like, you know, uh, penthouse lair in that building. Which Helen should have told the cops about. Yeah, it's a little strange that that was never. Okay. Okay. Probably should have been mentioned, but um, I mean, especially since it's a vacant apartment, you know, it's not like they have to worry about anything. But point is, um, uh, <laughs> I think that I think the issue is that the murals that are painted on the wall, you know, so when you go back to the story about like you know who he's supposed to, like how he became Candyman, yeah. right? He was an artist, right? The whole thing is that he painted a portrait of this guy's daughter blah 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 you know then in his like penthouse lair there he's got like all these murals painted on the walls so you know knowing that of course you assume he's the one that painted the murals and they're like a you know the murals show in picture form what you know benjamin franklin told us before in the middle of the movie you know the scenes played out just in you know in murals I feel like, and if I, I, I might have this wrong, but it seems to me like Helen is supposed to be this like, I don't know if she's a reincarnation or if she's like the same soul, but like, it seems to me like she is supposed to be the woman or the girl from the story, like the the woman whose portrait he painted, who he fell in love with yeah. and who got pregnant and then, you know, that led to his death. Because he says, you know, it's always been you. Yeah. And when he says it's always been you, you then see scenes of, like, the camera kind of shows what's on the wall. Yeah. You know, which is a portrait of him and a blonde woman. Like, I feel like the, the the paintings don't look at all like her. And there are several different versions of what's supposed to be that girl on the walls and they all look different and none of them look like her to me so it's like it's not like they got like to me like you see the guy who's supposed to be Candyman looks just like him on the wall but the woman who plays Helen who is supposed to you know be the girl in the story doesn't look like this Helen she's blonde but that's about it that's the only similarity I saw she's pretty yeah she's she's nothing distinctive about her honestly so that's not true She's beautiful. You she's got so? big, luscious lips, gorgeous eyes. She looks like um, what's her name? Um, the blonde one from from not not Jodie Foster. What's her name? The one that my grandmother is Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. That's one. Yeah, yeah. she kind of looks like Sharon Stone in a way. Well, a little um, bit. Hmm. But she's got more of like a like luscious face. You know, Sharon hmm. Stone has like a thin, yeah. pretty face, but she's got more like a luscious kind of like 
baby cheeky with your jojo face. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. You just want to like, grow up with cheeks, your jojo. Jo. Um, <laughs> That's what adults like to hear. You have a face where you want to grab your cheeks and jojo. Jo, 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 I wouldn't jo. mind that. You want if someone was like, oh, you look at jojo, jojo. You would 1,000% have a problem with that. <laughs> I'd, I'd prefer that to grow your gray hair. <laughs> you don't have, like. I have a lot of gray hair. Actually, yeah, but you in. have blonde hair, so you don't really. I tell. do not have blonde hair. It's brown, blondish, brown, blondish, brown, <laughs> brownish. It's light brown with blonde. It's brown. It's not all brown. It used to be blonde. It yeah. is now brown. We we need to we need to let the blonde hair go. It came and it went. It's it's just not know. here anymore. My hair is brown, sweetie. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm looking at you against the light. So well, maybe go. that's not that. In the sunlight, it's like it's like dirty blonde. Yeah. Who cares about my hair? The point is <laughs> talking about my fucking hair. The point is <laughs> talking about your shawls. Why wouldn't we? Do... Okay. <laughs> the shawls are important. Oh, okay. the hair is not. Okay. okay. Noted. <laughs> no, but like, okay, so right. So he says, "Be my victim." I get this feeling, like you know, there's like that that like sort of erotic scene where he yeah. kisses her with a mouthful of bees you know what i mean yeah. and she's got bees all over her and he's got bees all over him and they're just you know having this doing weird, this weird awkward, uh, romantic yeah, dance it's very strange because it's it just gives me like a weird feeling in my stomach Is like i don't find it I don't find it romantic. It's off-putting it's a little it's off-putting. awkward and off-putting you know yeah that part is and i think it's weird, I think, for two reasons. One, because of just the nature of what they're doing. Yeah. It's just weird. Mm -hmm. So there's a few things about that scene, though. Those bees were all real bees. Mm -hmm. And those bees were actually bred specifically for this movie. Huh. The, they, had to, they had to be a very precise age. Those bees at, were full grown at 12 hours old. Wow. So with that, they had to be that age so they can still be full grown. They look like full grown bees, but their stingers would be less painful if they were to sting. Also, the venom they would be right? they'd be less inclined to sting too. They weren't they wouldn't oh, be so quick to sting. Okay, the bees were actually in Tony Todd's mouth. Yeah, those were real. He had to wear oh this dental God. dam in his mouth uh, to keep them from oh no going down his throat. No, he nope. <laughs> he nope. was okay with it. Because he had negotiated for every bee sting, he got $1,000. He wound up getting $26,000. He got stung 26 Shit. times during that during that process. I wonder what that would amount to now. Like, how much do you think they would charge now? Like, if, it, if you had someone like, I don't even know who, whatever, who cares, an actor in, yeah. in, a, in, a, you know, in a horror movie, whatever. Yeah. And they're like, for every sting from a bee, because you got to put like a whole bunch of bees in your mouth and do all of this stuff. I wonder in 2021... Because, you know, now we're nearly 30 years later. Yeah. Um, coming up on one more year. You'd probably, you could probably do like, you could probably be more than, a little more than double that. Double, that's it? I think it? more you can double it. Because I think, I think any if, more depending that, on who you were, I think you could probably get 100000 a sting. 100000 they'll be like, you know what, we'll fucking CGI these things. No. Well, right. That we don't need they to would do no that anyway. Dollars. I mean, they no would do way. that now anyway. You know what I mean? But they. Yeah. But if you wanted to be like, if you wanted to like Tom Cruise it, and be like, no, I want to fucking, I want to do the piece. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If <laughs> you wanted asshole. to, you know, and like they really wanted you in their movie, like they'll they'll pay. Yeah. They will. Um. If it's if it's important enough. That's true. Like if like let like let's say like 
uh, Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man, okay. right? Yeah. No one else can play Iron Man now. Yeah. So if there's like a scene where Robbie Downey, Robert Downey Jr. had to have like a ton of bees in his mouth and he insisted on doing the bee thing himself, they would do it. And he'd probably yeah. be able to negotiate at least 100 grand per sting. Maybe, yeah. And it would all be his idea and they would go along with it because yeah, it's Robert Downey maybe, Jr. Depending and he's on the, the only one that can play Iron Man. You know what I'm saying? Maybe depending on the situation. I think in general, though, I mean, that's I think that's the exception rather than the rule. Oh, absolutely. You no, know? no, no. I'm just thinking like, you know, I'm I'm... I'm just playing, you know, what if, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, sure, um, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to extrapolate that amount what of money to what it would be because a thousand dollars seems like it's a lot of money for a bee sting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if any one of us would take a thousand dollars for it, be like, I, I'd, I'd, take a bee I'd let a, a thousand bee bucks. sting me for a thousand dollars and I'm terrified of bees. <laughs> I've gotten stung for bees for free, so I'll take anything. <laughs> I'll t- a buck? That's more than I ever made from a bee sting. Sure. What? I wouldn't allow myself to get stung by a bee for a dollar, but I'd do it for a thousand. I'd oh, probably, yeah, I'd do it for a thousand. I'd take a bee sting for a yeah. thousand. But as in like an actor, having to have a mouthful of bees that's a, that's a and big potentially ask. have that many, like however many bees are going to be in your mouth, you have the potential for that many bee stings. Yeah. Right? Whatever N number of bees are in your mouth, you have you the potential for, for that N oh, number yeah. of bee stings. Um, and I don't know if the stingers are more or less likely to fall off of them when they're that young. I don't know. I don't know. But, I mean, I know it was less painful and they're less likely to sting. Okay. Nevertheless, I mean, with all those bees, he still managed to, you know, Get some rack some, up yeah. a couple dozen. That's not, that's actually for that many bees to be on them because you know they had to, God, I wonder how many, I'd like to look that up, how many times they actually had to shoot those. They Well, they couldn't scenes. do it too many times yeah. because the, it took about, it takes about an hour to get the bees off of them, they said. Wow. Because they had to use this little bee vacuum kind of thing. And they couldn't just kind of brush them off and aggravate the bees. You had to do it very deliberate and slowly. Yeah. So it took about an hour to get the bees off of the actors. Also interesting, Virginia Madsen, who plays busybody fucking Helen, was actually allergic to bees. <laughs> she took the role knowing she's allergic to bees. She told the director, this could be an issue. I'm allergic to bees. The director said, no, you're not. She said, yes, let's go to the doctor. They went to the doctor found that she was allergic to bees but more allergic to wasps mm. with that they said she said well you see i'm i'm allergic to bees they said it's okay we'll have a paramedic on the set it's fine we'll stab you with an epi pen it's fine. fine yeah you'll be fine <laughs> also did she know, wait did she also negotiate a thousand she didn't get she didn't get stung from what i had read she she managed to be okay wow she she went while well being okay and might that might have been partly because during a bunch of the scenes between her and Candyman, she was actually offset hypnotized via a uh, hypnotist, duh, um, to kind of create this, that spacey kind of look she gives him when he's talking and they're mm. interacting to kind of that under his spell kind of Wow. Thing. They hired a hypnotist yeah, to do that. Yeah, they, they did that for a, well, for a, a bunch of scenes. That's interesting. But it got to be the point where she became uncomfortable with that idea mm. and she put a stop to it and they stopped it and she just, she wow, acted her way the rest it. of it. But I thought that was interesting how they they went ahead and did that. Po- I mean, is that method at that point or is that a cheat? Uh, it's neither. Mm. It's um allowing yourself to be the uh the rat the uh the the mouse that's being experimented on. Mm. Okay. It's basically I really need this part 
to advance my career. So what 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 do I? Have Which to, was pretty much what she said about the piece things. Yeah. When asked about it, she said, "Well, you know, uh, something to the effect of, well, actors will do anything for a paycheck. So I, I took the job, right. even though I'm allergic to bees. Mm-hmm. You know." Yeah, so, yeah. So. But I thought that was interesting about that because it is awkward and weird. And I think there's a lot of different parts to that. One is being all the fucking bees. The other is being that that element of hypnotism. That yeah, element I, there. I'm surprised to hear about that. I didn't I didn't realize they had a hypnotist on set. Yeah, because that's they did that for some weird. what scenes were and weren't, you know, yeah. under that influence. I don't know. I mean. Maybe there's a DVD commentary where they talk about it. I don't, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. know. That, is that deep method at that point? Mm. Because but now is it you're... method because you're, it's an outside influence. You're not, you're having an external influence change your behavior. Yeah. Or alter your behavior. You're not deciding it. Someone, something else is doing it. Oh, but that's what method is anyway. You, mm. you, you trigger yourself. You know how like um, we were watching that. We were watching that uh, biography on Michael Jordan. Yeah. And he was talking about that beef that he had with, oh, God, I forgot which one it was. But he was on a different team. And uh, he had said to the media that that guy said that he could dunk over him, I think. Oh, or, yeah, yeah. And like, and and so he, de- he was like determined to yeah. like, I forget, what did the guy say? I'm saying a whole lot of I don't remembers. Remember? That docu- that documentary we watched Talking where he said sentence. something Jesus. about something. Do you remember? Anyway, like he made all that shit up in his head. Like none of that actually happened. Yeah. He said that this other basketball player had said X Y Z to him. Right. Um, but none of that happened. He made that all up in his mind so that he could so to give him the push to yeah. like you he's know, a maniac. He, right. But that's kind of what method is. It's it's um it you can either get it from an out like an external source. Some people will like, you know, call family members that they don't speak to just to get upset. Some people will yeah. dredge up old memories. They'll have a coach there talking to them about awful things so that they can get, you know, or really happy things, depending on the mood or the emotion. They, but, but most people only do that kind of stuff when it's like a, a big emotion that has to come out. You know what I mean? I don't think, I don't know. Unless you're playing a character that has a really specific, you know, mannerism or way of speaking or whatever, I don't think it's really necessary to, you know, be to be in that that state of mind at all times. Mm-hmm. But when you have to give out some kind of like a, a serious, honest emotion, it, some people go go through method and they just basically just make themselves relive a moment that matches that emotion. Mm-hmm. So and they kind of relive it. Yeah, and uh, you know. And that's how it comes out. You know what I mean? In their mind, they're back in another place that gave them that feeling so that they can feel it like kind of for real. Yeah. You know, on the uh, on the screen. So I guess that would be deep method then. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Like, I don't know. Like, is it I'll not method, method or is it like deep method? I would go deep method. If you're being then. hypnotized, now you're. Going with that definition, I'd say deep method. Okay. Well, there you go. But that's crazy. Yeah. A hypnotist. Huh. Yeah. So yeah, seeing it's off putting. So there's a lot of reasons why it's off putting. I can see where you get that. From that where that scene where they're sort of that lovers seduction embrace thing, yeah, you know that they do, and then he ends up like cutting her right through the vagine, right? I mean, he just puts the hook up there and right. No, doesn't he kill her? No, not there. Yeah, when no. uh, at later on in the movie, like no. they're up in some attic warehouse part where all the murals are and stuff. And doesn't he like stick it in there and? 
No, she it does something. She with it. Uh, maybe no, because she dies at the end. Hook. Yeah, maybe he he hooks her. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> um, no, she dies at the end. Remember in the in the the garbage pile, she comes out all yeah. burned and shit like that. You know, so she doesn't. Yeah, well, I mean, like, Candyman's also dead, but he also appears in real life, too. You know what I mean? So I just yeah. figured it was, like, you know, she was dead, but, like, still alive. No. You know what I mean? I don't think Kind so. of the same way that. Candyman is dead. Yeah, I, I didn't get that. somehow still alive, too. I definitely didn't get that. Okay. Yeah, no, I didn't get that. Because I could swear he killed her up in that, in that place, and then... No. Hmm. Because there's nothing... I don't think there's anything in the movie after that that leads you that leads you to believe that after that scene in the parking lot that's where she wakes up in the in the bathroom of Anne Marie mm-hmm. Anne Marie and she's you know covered in blood there's yeah. blood everywhere there's a severed dog's head yeah Anne Marie's flipping out the whole thing yeah she apparently killed every you know yeah baby's missing baby's missing dog's the fucking dog's dead head. yeah and Helen, cute little Rottweiler too. Mm, not anymore. Joy, 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 joy. It's still a cute, just a headless cute Rottweiler. <laughs> you can either you can have the cute body or the cute head. You just can't have them together anymore. <laughs> and Marie and Helen struggle and they fight. And of course, she's got the uh, Helen's got the cleaver, mm-hmm. and she kind of takes a chunk out of uh, Anne Marie. Yeah. Of course, that's when the cops bust in. Of and, course, and she's holding the knife. Mm-hmm. That happens several times in that movie where like the cops burst in and like someone's holding a knife yeah you know what i mean like someone's yeah. got like a knife where they shouldn't be it's like no i wasn't really doing it like, like that happens a couple times in that movie who called the cops and why did they actually show up this time yeah good question well because there was a white lady in there obviously well they didn't know I'm, like, well, hmm. <laughs> I'm just curious. saying you yeah. know what i mean like i don't know that's a good question i thought right? that too if we, you know we were watching the movie i'm like i thought they don't they don't want to go in there or whatever like what right what made them go in this time you know what i mean yeah it was yeah. weird and then when she's arrested and she goes and gets her strip search where we see side boob, mm. like we mentioned before, of course. Yep. She's in the jail where she's in the nicest fucking jail. Right. Ever. She gets, she gets, <laughs> cigar- she gets cigarettes stole inside. stole a baby, cl- cut the head off a dog and, and, and stabbed someone woman. with a cleaver. Yeah. She's like at a, yeah. She's, she's in like a, she's in like a, like a, the, a precinct jail. Like some fucking, <laughs> yeah. Like some kind of fucking high level gangster and fucking she jail. Just, she's just able to call her husband and be like, hey, can you come pick me up? At three like, o'clock in the yeah who can just come pick someone up there's like there's got to be a hearing you got to get you got a bail set you got like you don't just get to go home after you cut a dog's head off she was not no central intake that's for sure (laughs) no 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 no. there's like there's some local precinct and then they just let her go home yeah they let her i don't get that well they do let her go they said that they they had hoped that they would find the um the the lawyer had said that they were um they think that the child's body would turn up and then they would be able to charge her with murder one. Mm. That was the reasoning behind letting her go. I still don't get it. I think why that's a keep, stretch. Keep why would you do that? Just let, yeah, they're I mean, not going to let you go. Sorry, keep her there and she's, still look for the She's baby. a woman of means. She's got money. She's an obvious flight risk. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Yeah. But she's also white, so of course she goes away with it. I mean. Of course. You know, it's. So now, <laughs> so now that she's home after that incident she's finally home and then we have another Candyman incident in her home mm-hmm. right yeah bernadette comes over and uh Candyman shows up while uh bernadette's at the door yes and uh she's yelling for bernadette to leave he stabs her 
I think. Yeah. He stabs her, yeah. She's screaming for Bernadette to leave. Bernadette, of course, busybody. Busybody, Bernadette, yeah. Too. She comes in the apartment. Fucking Helen's busybody and this rubs off on Bernadette. <laughs> now They're she's got to get in there. Yeah, so, right. So Bernadette comes in and then Bernadette gets killed by Candyman. Yep. And, uh, of course, since she would be the only witness mm-hmm. and Helen's holding the knife. And guess what? Guess, guess, yeah. And guess what, right? Now it, um, Helen's on the hook. So now Helen's <laughs> on the hook again. On the hook, get it? Oh, nice. Nice. I like it. Nice. I like that. So this time, though, after that, Helen now wakes up under different circumstances. Mm-hmm. Not just wake up in the middle of a of a uh, some other weird place. No, a bloody anything. Not. Wakes up in the fucking hospital. Right. Where you find out she's been she's been like. She's been sedated. She's been sedated for like a month. Like a month, yeah. Right? Yeah. And she's being under observation as to sort of to determine her mental capacity to be charged with murder and whatever else they got. Yeah, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Like, why why do you get, like, how do you test someone's mental capacity and have them out for a whole month? It's a shitty hospital. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it was obviously a state hospital that you could tell. Just from, you know, what happens. But of course, again, what happens when she's alone with this guy? Candyman shows up. Right. When she's alone with another person. Yeah. Right? And what happens? Candyman kills the doctor. Right. right? When she's all, yeah. And undoes And undoes her, her straps. Because she's strapped in in the office. Right. Right. So she's in there with the doctor. And then and then you, you, I'm sitting there and I'm like, finally. See? He's going to die. She's in. She's got her hands tied in the, uh, in the restraints. So can't it can't be her, right? And that was they're good gonna come the in. They're gonna come in and they're gonna see. See, she's stuck to the chair. It's not her. And good on the movie for for filling in that potential inconsistency, yeah. where how he unclipped the straps and like now they know. Now, yeah, you know, now she can't. Right, exactly. And that scene, by the way, where Candyman shows up and kills the doctor. There's fucking blood everywhere. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's, that's a, a good, good death scene. That's a, I think, underrated. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, and then she makes it out of there um, with a, uh, I don't know, someone's... Yeah, she steals like, like a, a nurse's, nurse's uniform yeah. or something. Yeah. Which, by the way, I, I was amazed. Do you know what the odds are of stealing someone's clothes and having the same size clothing? And that's one thing. You could you could find someone with the same size clothes, fine. But she got someone with the same size shoe. <laughs> She's yeah. running around all kinds of places in this lady's shoes she knocks this lady i don't know if she killed her she knocked her out at least took her clothes <laughs> and uh now she's running you know she's she's running from now the she's hospital. on the run she's on the run right in this lady's shoe. and i'm just sitting there like how the fuck did she get so lucky to find a lady with the same size shoe yeah i you know like i'm tiny i wear a five and a half yeah six you know what i mean depending on the kind of shoe. So, like, if I had to like knock someone out for their outfit oh, or their fucked. uniform, I'd be screwed. You'd be walking around in clown shoes. Exactly. I'd never You'd find someone around. with the same no. shoes as me. You have to knock out a kid. You got tiny. You feet. know, and I'm like, how yeah. the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, what are the what are the chances of finding a part? That's I don't know. I I get stuck on the dumbest things sometimes. That's what this show is, though. This show, <laughs> we get stuck on a dumb thing. And then we're gonna just gonna explore that neighborhood of dumb things chick's for a while. Bra, the chick's this bra, this one's shoes, right? The poop on the walls, what it has coat. to be. Yes, this is what. Look, there I'm are, very judgmental of clothing. Apparently, there are a lot of podcasts out there, and each of them delve into different things. You know, some are really into 
the movie making aspect. Some mm. are really into the history of it. Mm. Some people are really into breaking things down and about the art of the film and mm. the horror and the this and the that. We watch the movie. <laughs> we go through the movie. We make fun of it. We praise it. And we find these little niche little alleyways <laughs> in this movie. And we just go through it and we explore every brick of the of the buildings that were in between. <laughs> that's what we do. For better or for worse. Yeah. That's 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 this show. Hey, welcome. That's this show. Welcome Thanks for to sticking the, around. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you for being a friend. We should do a Golden Girls podcast. How would we do a Golden Girl? Oh, where we like watch Golden Girls episodes? Yeah, we could do it the same oh, way. Oh Just... my God, that'd be fantastic. You know what? That's a thought. <laughs> Maybe we should make a Patreon and we could just do Golden Girls episodes. People <laughs> have to pay us to listen to us talk about Golden Girls no episodes. No one would pay us to do anything. I don't blame <laughs> any. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I want to say thank you to the people who have listened so far. Yes. And also, I'm sorry. Yes. I'll say both. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? You have the option of turning it off. And you haven't. So thank you. <laughs> so thanks for not turning it off. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. You know. That's pretty cool. I no, appreciate that. Um, so, but if you're here for Candyman, we'll, we're going to continue to finish this up because the movie's almost over here. Yeah. I think we can, we can summarize the... Uh, the ending here? The rest of it. The ending isn't... You know, anything too crazy. I mean, she gets pinned. You know, Candyman keeps showing up while she's alone with someone. Yeah. Um, you know, and so it looks like she's killing all these people. Uh, when in reality, you know, she's she doesn't even... She just wakes up and this shit happened already. So yeah. she has no idea. I didn't even get the part where she, like, stole the baby. Like, I don't understand exactly... Well, she knew where the like... baby was. I mean, she kind of remembered... Where the baby was. It's on this altar. Which means that the baby had to have been sitting on this altar for like a month. Because think about it. Mm. She was... The baby was taken... I mean, more than a month, Christ. The baby was taken when she you know, woke up in Anne-Marie's bathroom. Right. And that had to happen. Oh, She had yeah. to she get arrested, get month. out, you know, be home, yeah. go into the hospital, get out. So that baby's been sitting in the Candyman lair for... Over a month. Jesus. The you hell know. was he feeding it? Remember, he sticks his finger in the baby's mouth. It was some kind of like honey or some shit because of the bees. Okay. So the baby's living off of honey in a lair in the projects. Hmm. Yeah. You keep saying layer. It's yeah. cute. Layer. Layer. <laughs> you saying like layer. Layer. <laughs> like L A Y E R? Yeah, no, I get Instead it. L A I R. Layer. 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 Yeah, you're right. You know what? It is impossible to say without it saying layer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You've been saying it. I keep thinking layer. Layer. It's a layer. 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 Larry. Larry's in the car. Larry. Layer. I'm going. I'm anyway, saying it right. <laughs> you're totally you know saying it about. just fine. You're saying it just fine. Thank you. Um, so, yeah. So at this point, you know, the, she, she remembers where the baby is. She gets the baby. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Or, no, hold on. This is where it gets all confusing when Candyman's popping in and out of every fucking which way now. <laughs> this fucking guy. He can't mind his fucking business either. This whole movie. 
Well, you know what his problem is too? It, you know what pisses me off? All of this happens because he doesn't want people to not believe in him. Then he should just fucking it's kill like, her. It's what like, is he looking for permission for? <laughs> he needs permission for anyone else. Right. Why her? Well, that's the thing. I think it's because she's supposed to be the chick from like forever ago when he got killed. You know, because he keeps saying it's always been you. You know right. what I mean? And I feel like like she's supposed to, in some way, like have been pulled into this uh, sort of spiritually, it's I guess, weird. because maybe she was that. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like in another life, I don't. I really don't. But you know, that's the only thing I can. That's the only takeaway I get, just because he keeps saying, it, you know, it was always you, and then they kept showing him with her in the mural yeah you know what i mean so they kept like they would have him say that they'd show her but then they'd show him with a blonde chick in the mural too so i i just you know you put all three of them together i just kind of got the impression that she's supposed to be like some you're you're right that girl reincarnated you absolutely could be right i didn't get i mean you kind of i didn't explore that when i was watching i didn't really think too deeply about it you might be right you might, because it is weird otherwise, but it's not overt enough where it's, it really, they're not, they don't hit you over the head with it. Mm. Like, this is what it is. Yeah. You know? So you might be right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue it. I wouldn't argue against it. You know? The, right. So Candyman, she makes a deal with Candyman to, she'll, she'll go with him. She'll do whatever he wants as long as she doesn't hurt, as long as he doesn't hurt the baby. Right. So he gets the baby. He tricks her. Right. Of course, the baby is in this big garbage pile, this big bonfire garbage pile that's in the middle of the project. And I don't understand what exactly that's about. Like, they have the big bonfire, and he says it's for a party. Doesn't yeah, he say it's like the candy or for the? Yeah, the 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 kid mentions that it's there for, for like a vigil or whatever like it was. Yeah, and Candyman says that that's you know that's where the baby is. Helen goes in. Mm-hmm. Jake sees Candyman go in, or he sees someone go in there. He thinks it's Candyman. He tells everyone to go light it up. Little does he know, it's Helen, a baby, and Candyman. Mm -hmm. Sets fire, you know, everything's ablaze. Candyman is tricking Helen, of course. He's going to kill the baby, and he's going to kill her, and that's going to be that. For some weird reason, now he can can actually get hurt in... Oh, this is what I'm saying. It's like he's alive, but he's dead. Yeah, but there's he's not alive. a whole lot. Like I don't really. Yeah, you know what I mean. Essentially, like, which one yeah. is it? You know, she is, is he there or is he not? It's kind of the same thing, like with Hell House. Exactly. Like Sarah, Sarah is the only one that made it out, but like we saw her die. Like she literally chokes to death on her own blood, yeah. like inside the house. So like, how is she the one that survived? You I know mean, what I mean? Like, right. I, like it's always this like half dead, half not thing. They're dead, but then they're there, and they do stuff, but then they're still dead. Right. But then they can get hurt. And that's the thing. Like, like I don't this, get it. You can't argue Spider-Man theory here hmm. because you're just looking for consistency. You're not saying, you know, like, either it's one or the other. You're just picking and choosing. You know, how you, you know, can't follow It can along. be whatever you want, I guess. But, I mean. But just be consistent with it. Either, yeah, it can be hurt. No, we can't. He's right. a ghost. He's not a ghost. Right. One or the other. I mean. Yeah. So, essentially, what happens is Helen goes in there. She kind of battles with, uh, with Candyman, with the furniture <laughs> and Candyman. She's <laughs> crawling through that right. shit. <laughs> she, uh, she saves baby Anthony yeah. with the expense of herself. She comes out all fucking gnarly and burned. Her hair's yeah. gone. She's burned. She dies. Yeah. Right. 
She dies, saves the baby. She's a hero of Cabrini Green. Mm-hmm. Right. Fast forward to her funeral. She, yeah, like the entire housing project comes down. Yeah. That, and they look angry, though. They do look angry. Is it me or do they look angry? Because Anne-Marie goes there. She's She's got Jake with her. Yeah, she's got the baby. And, mm-hmm. um, and the baby, mm-hmm. Anthony. Mm-hmm. Right. Interesting little factoid. That baby was actually a woman. Uh, a girl. A girl, actually. yeah. She was a girl. Yeah. But not that that matters. Whatever. But it's a fun little, fact. Cute little fun fact. But uh, she's, she's holding the baby. She's got Jake with her, who was the uh, seven to eight-year-old kid who she conned uh yeah into uh you know bringing her into the bathroom where so she, she got knocked out by the candy man out, yeah. started all this bullshit uh and they kind of show up she throws the hook in the grave in the grave yeah and just kind of turns around and walks away yeah just that's it and then that like the whole housing project like, is coming in like weird single procession. file yeah you know what and I mean? Can, and yeah. it's, but I don't. I, I still didn't understand. Are they angry? <laughs> or did they? they because they all look angry. They didn't look upset. <laughs> like they didn't look sad. Like they do. They looked a little angry. They looked angry. Yeah. So I was like, what are they? Are they coming to like pay their respects? Or are they just coming to give like a stern look and walk? Because that's what she did. She just kind of like walked up to the grave. They threw the hook yeah. in there. They gave him like a stern look. They're just like, okay. And they just turned around yeah. and walked away. Like, Which is disturbing. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine being a what do you call it? A mourner, a griever at yeah. the funeral, and you see that shit. And yeah. It's like what what is happening right now? Yeah, you know. After the funeral, I mean, during the funeral, Trevor, her husband, who in the interim has moved in with that girl, that student who he was mm-hmm. um, cheating on his wife with. Uh, the whole the whole thing. She finds out whatever. Um, he's very upset about the death of his uh, estranged wife. He's in the bathroom and he keeps saying her, he says her name five times. Yeah. Helen, 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 Helen. You know, in, grie- in a grieving fashion. But then the last one, not so much though, right? Right? Like like he says it in a grieving fashion, but then he looks in the mirror and he like, it kind of dawns on him. And he says it mm. like the correct number of times yeah. and she shows up. And she shows up and, and she kills, kills him. him. Yeah. And, and then who's them. left in the apartment by herself with a, knife? with a knife? Yeah, the fucking... The girlfriend. The girlfriend, right. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> That's for you. Rotten hell, you cunt. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, but when you know a man is married and you fuck around with him anyway... True. You know, usually I'm 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 on the I'm in the camp of like if a guy is deceiving, if you have a boyfriend or a husband and he's deceiving uh, a mistress you know like another girlfriend or whatever is telling them that he's not married doesn't mm-hmm. have a girlfriend you know i'm I'm of the camp of like you pair up with the girl right. and attack the guy right but like if you know, if you know that the guy's that's married a story then you're of just a piece of shit right <laughs> you know what i'm saying then right. you're just that's that's that and you're having like an affair right with a married man like i'm sorry you're a fucking cunt I, like capital c i agree a thousand percent Impa- you know no not even a capital all caps Bold. Impact uh, font, bold 72. size 72. Gotcha. You just, bam. AIDS it's... and cunt. That's that's the story. Here. Mind your business, lady. AIDS and cunt. Bam. Should that be the name of the episode? I don't think, I don't, I think the AIDS and the cunt part, I think might not. <laughs> I don't think that's going to uh, work, but, uh, but if you're listening to the episode, that's the real title. <laughs> You guys know. You've made it to the end. You know what the real title is now. That's right. <laughs> so, just like Mind if you business. made it through. Yeah. Mind your business, business cunt. AIDS, cunt. Now you have AIDS. 
Not now you have AIDS. Mind your business, cunt. You have AIDS. My, oh, you know what? I'm not even going to go down that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, so at the end here, so Helen has become the new Candyman. She is the Candyman now. So I wonder. Now, Candy here's, here's the thing. Me. Now, I, I see what they're trying to do with the movie here, how she's become the new Candyman. And he died Great. in the fire, right? And he died in the fire. I get it. She's all gnarly looking and fucked up. Totally fine. I totally get it. Let's scratch the surface for just a second here. <laughs> he, her husband, Trevor, said her name five times in the mirror with grief, without whatever it is, and was killed. How is anyone else going to know to say <laughs> Helen in the mirror? It, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. It, because the girlfriend's going to be the one that gets the murder, gets pinned on her. Right. She wasn't That's in the bathroom. Gonna, it's not like she saw him this say what, it in right, the mirror. This is what I'm saying, to right. start the, the, the this, legend. This or thing, this legend died, lived and died in five seconds with this guy in the fucking bathroom. And mm-hmm. that was it. Yep. So essentially, this woman couldn't mind her fucking business, mm-hmm. got a lot of people killed, including herself, <laughs> killed a legend. Mm-hmm. No one got anything out of it. Everyone's mm-hmm. Everyone got fucked because this fucking busybody. Janitorial housekeeper housekeeper <laughs> couldn't. couldn't just mind your goddamn business. Put on a pair of headphones, whatever it is, whatever you gotta do. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. What a waste. A butterfly flaps his wings and the, right. Yeah. <laughs> For real. And by the way, Candyman much better name than Helen. Yeah. Much. It's a cooler name. Helen doesn't have the bee thing. She's got a fire thing, though. Yeah. Then why does she have the hook? You know what? Yeah, I don't know. Well, because they threw the hook in the grave with her. So she can carry it with... You know what? Did you see the inside of her coffin, by the way? Do you remember? Not that I remember. It was... um, It was uh, tufted, of course. Of course, yeah. But like a pink uh, Hmm. satin kind of... uh, It was really pretty. Oh, she had a nice coffin. Okay. She had God Christ awful makeup. The makeup that they put on her for her funeral was oh my god. It was one. Le- I'll bet you know what. I bet you the girlfriend was in charge of the makeup, so she was like, make it look like whatever. Oh, <laughs> I would haunt her for the rest of her life and just do annoying things. Yeah. Like a pop a pen out of her hand every five mm. seconds. She went to grab something, just knock it out. Of her she hand. puts her hair in a ponytail, just cut Tripper. it. Yeah. yeah, just cut the little the, the thing that. Yeah, it's like what the fuck. Stupid little thing. Snap rubber bands. Yeah. Oh yeah. Piss her off for the rest of her life. A thousand percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but that's Candyman. Yeah. In a nutshell. In a nutshell. What a big a, nutshell. How how many hours of how many how many nutshells we got here? <laughs> <laughs> we got a bag of nuts. Yeah, yeah, we got a big bag of nuts. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nice. That's five. Now, okay. I didn't say it in the mirror, though. No. So I said it, it with a microphone, and that starts with M. So there, maybe he'll show up. But we have mirrors in this house. <clears throat> but I didn't say it looking into the mirror. Mm. Mm. But maybe you said, did you say Candyman five times within the allotted time? I don't know. That you had to say, I don't know. Does a podcast you know episode it's count okay. as an allotted amount of time? I don't know, but it's okay because Candyman's dead. You didn't say Helen mm. five times. You know what? We might have through the course of this podcast. Yeah, but we were, talk- we were talking about when she was alive. Mm. Doesn't matter, though. Let's say we were having a conversation in front of a mirror about Candyman. Okay. And we said his name five times. This is what I'm saying. Do you in have to say it deliberately? Right. Is it like Beetlejuice? This is what I'm saying. Yeah. This, is, Th- this is all very confusing. I don't have the answers. 
It's, uh, that's something to think about. Well, all right. Let's chew on that for a little while. <laughs> go to fucking bed. I go to fucking bed. All so right. we're going to end <laughs> it here. That. <laughs> so thanks for listening. Again, you and can. thanks for keep listening. Yeah, thanks. we appreciate it. For real. It's cool. For real. So if you want to follow along, you can, our visual companion piece to every episode um, can be found at Watching Our Podcast on Instagram. Yes. Follow along with the tweets on the on the tweet machine. On the Twitters. On the Twitters at Watching Horror. Mm-hmm. If I'm getting that right. And you can email us at watchinghorrorpodcast at gmail.com for any movie suggestions or complaints or comments or what have you. If you want to, we should stop doing this. You can tell us that too. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like criticism. I enjoy it. You like being judged? I do. Excellent. Okay. So you can email us and judge Christina. Judge me. You can judge me too do if it. you want. I don't care. <laughs> um, again, uh, just to reiterate, again, you know, if you guys listen on uh, Apple iTunes or whatever, rate, review, it helps, yeah. I guess. I don't know enough about it. Yeah. But um, apparently it helps. And uh, we'd Even like to hear. if we suck, them. like put a one star yeah, and write be why. honest. I'm not, I'll I'm not... go down a bad boy, a girl, whatever. I'll, um, I'll yeah. be the, the whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not looking for anyone to lie. Yeah. No, if you don't, if it's a one, two, three, four, five, whatever. Be honest. I'd like to hear though. Yeah. I'd be interested. So um, we'd appreciate that. Yeah. With, with that. Bye. That's it. <laughs> I'm going to sleep. Definitely going to sleep. <laughs> Night, y'all. Night. Candy.